Good morning, Poobay! Good morning. How is it going this morning on the uh, the peninsula? How you doing out there in the ocean? We're surrounded by water, man. And you're doing okay? It's, it's all going well? Going well. We've got a magnificent day of uh, NBA basketball today, and what a night it was. It's like... New Year's, Christmas Eve, and Easter all wrapped up into one holiday. NBA can be exciting. So, it seems as though you have family that's pretty happy out there in, in Denver. Yeah. That was cute. You told me the story. Did you talk to him? No, I didn't get any any details yet other than that video and that he was, you know, how many times can you say I'm going to a game seven? Those are, right. I was trying to explain that to my boy. Those are epic, monumental exp- right. experience. So I just want to let you know we are in um, our, our second podcast here of the, the GMP podcast. And just to introduce you, this is the Pooh Bay. And my credentials? Oh, infinite. But one way to sum it up would be a whisperer. You could put anything in front of that, and then we could just, that could even become part of the podcast. Guess if Pooh Bay is a whisperer of, anybody want to throw something out? Crickets. A cricket whisperer. Now, one might say, what is a cricket whisperer? That would be somebody who knows all things about crickets, how to maybe get them to do tricks, or, or chirp, or talk, or... Get rid I've of. Been cr- working, I've been working on my chirps, actually. That's funny you bring that up. I think that's got to be another podcast because we're getting us a little off course here. We were. Let's get back to All the right. bat. Yeah, let's get back to. Well, maybe I'm a whisper of basketball. There we go. That would have been the way to to pull it back. Good one. Good callback. All right, let's get it. Let's get it back on track. So we're good. We've got Denver moving forward. Let's just touch upon the the Popovich interaction and the meltdown at the end. That was classic J.R. Smith in the NBA Finals, right? I mean, you're in a game seven. How does LaMarcus Aldridge not know? You don't need Popovich to tell you that. What year is LaMarcus Aldridge in? Year 15? I mean, come on. Hey, I'm going to give you my take on that poor dude. He, he got so owned, so pathetically owned. He, he just couldn't seem to do anything right. He's Garden Lowry, and the guy's just making him look like a joke. And so he was stressed he was confused he was well even more of a reason to foul you you just explained why he should have fouled there i mean that's i'm saying his brain he just he he if i go this way it's wrong if i do that it's wrong there is nothing wrong when you're down by four with 20 seconds left there's nothing on the shot clock man you you the game's over you steal the inbounds pass or you or you foul. i don't think we could chalk it up to experience well, and then does Popovich not know how to do this? I mean, you, you, if you're a coach, you better have a whistle. Or, or a microwave. Or a microwave, for that matter. That, that was the Pooh Bay cooking something in the microwave there for everyone for a would second. You, would you consider Pooh Bay a just and honorable person? I would. You would? I would. All right, well, then I have to interject. We're talking about sports. We're talking about basketball. You have to 
acknowledge your your incorrect uh, predictions. Um, those of you new to the podcast, uh, DJ Dev is forever trying to pin the great Poupe down into declaring something. Here we go. And I am a slippery dude on a slippery slope. Well, you've been a fisherman. I've been there. So I made a prediction born from disgust and anger. And I must own that I made a mistake. And that is, DeMar DeMar DeRozan was going to go further than Kawhi Kawhi Leonard. And that didn't happen. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. There is a tally mark being taken. So we've got one. That's the first one in 70 years, ladies and gentlemen, that we've actually even got a commitment and then owning it. So let's move into this now. Are the Raptors going to make it to the finals? Yes. I know. I agree. that This is a what we're seeing out of Kawhi Leonard. No, it's it's not even – I mean, it's so fun to watch. And one of my favorite things that I love about him, the guy does not speak. So you can't hate him. And when he does, it's so minimal. It's just like, oh, that great. That was something from Kawhi. Or what, when he laughs, what is there one meme of him laughing? That's it. The guy's laughed once in, in his entire NBA career. It's fabulous. And then the dominance is just – it's on both sides of the ball. There is nobody – I just watched – Five games of him when it mattered, and it mattered mostly. He 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 saw his potential vulnerability, or he recognized that not him, his team. Um, and then he's like, "Look, this this isn't going to happen. Period. It's not even going to be a shade of happening." Since that time, they they winning in the first quarter by twenty points. Yeah, they're a machine. And then you've got Siakam. What a what a, a complimentary and the and the whole ego, the whole vibe on the team is beautiful. It's team basketball. And and I was just thinking, wouldn't it be amazing to see, you know, Kawhi play with somebody like the Joker, you know, or Dame Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, the Joker, all these guys who just play basketball beautifully. They don't have to have an ego. They don't have to talk. It's just played. Jamal, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. How well did he play? Man? Oh, my God, man. And for his coach to believe in him. You know, that guy's coaching out of his mind. I love I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. So here's the story. I know it's probably not part of the podcast, but you can edit it out. Maybe your, your brother's sitting at work or sitting at home. He gets a call at 2 o'clock. It's his boss. He says, oh, man, we got, we got a problem at work. I'm going to need you to come in and. Your brother's like, what on a set? This come on, you know. Oh. And he goes, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding, man. He goes, I want to know if potentially you'd be interested in going to the Nuggets game tonight. Man. Yes, yes, and yes. Every time, anytime, that's a possibility. So there, there was a contingent of people going, and there were some commitments and some, you know, foggy commitments following that from others so he wasn't 100 percent a shoe in the memoir the story the guy calls back 45 minutes later you're in let's go bam i saw the seats from that i mean it's and just, he said the seats were amazing i saw them. it was beautiful beautiful he snuck in oh man he's a sneaky little doggy so he's he so he's in. so he's actually gonna get to see a game seven and edging on losing 
right? Um, they they could have lost that. You think about again, you going back to the Demar Derozan thing. The guy played an amazing game. I put that all on Aldridge. You are a all star. You're a vet of the league. That's not Popovich. But if I I even looked at that, I'm like Pop. If I'm you, if I'm coaching, because I am a coach and I, I've had these emotions, if I'm coaching that game, I run onto the court and I grab the ref. That stops the clock. It's going to give him another free throw. We're down by five. We're already down by two possessions. We could still tie. Throw me out of the game. My assistant coaches are great. But I'm not going to stand here. I mean, if you really think about it, Pop was standing next to the referee on the court. And the ref didn't call a tee there. That You're not allowed to do that as a coach. He's on the court. He was well, on the he, court. But, but you know who he is, don't you? Well, if he laid down, he couldn't have touched the sideline. He was that far out yeah, on the I court. Yeah, but I mean, you do know who he is. There's I do. Certain, I do, and you know, I love it's, him. It's like you call fouls on this rookie guy. Left All right, right, that's an endless. That's an endless road, though. I agree there, but you still, you still. I think in the peak part of that game, I don't, I almost wonder was he trying to get that call? Was he trying to get a technical even call? Did he? I would have grabbed the ref. I mean, come on, but then you're thrown out of the game. Some kind of fine. I don't know. Anyways, let's go Bucks. What's going to happen in this series? Let's get it around to the to the current games. We got Bucks. <laughs> Hold on. Celt- I got to go back. I got to go back to Denver. Okay. The Joker. <laughs> it's amazing. He reminds me of if I was playing today. Well, I could I could see that. Yeah. I mean, the fabulous court vision, the no hops. Um, uh, yeah, he moves. You know, he's, he's not clunky. Really... He's got no biceps. His body is just a mound <laughs> of donuts and jelly. He he doesn't. When he plays, I'm fascinated how, you know, an average person who wants to see, you know, somebody fly down the middle and jam the living crap and rattle the board and stare at the guy. Who try, he doesn't do any of that. He just does these basic moves that are rock solid in his footwork and his and his shot selection and <coughs> and he's a great teammate and he, he says the right things and he plays almost the whole game and he gives you anything you need at any point. I mean again there are these purists in basketball. You never see him throw his hands up and go whine at the ref about a call. I mean, these guys should be the ones getting the shoe contracts and p- being put to the front of the game. There are some, and again, I, we've talked about it before. There's the all-punk team. We can make it. We can make a list. So you see Barkley, I just did a did a podcast with Jamel Hill about Carmelo Anthony. I just saw, I want to listen to it, but it's something about how he still feels like, you know, he never got old. He still is acting like he's Carmelo. And everyone else is like, Car- Charles is like, come on, man. It keeps moving. You haven't recognized it. Dwayne Wade's retiring. Chris Paul can barely make it through a play. I mean, that's the thing about Houston again. Is Chris Paul going to make it through this series? No. That is what it hinges upon. If you have no Chris Paul, Harden cannot handle the load. We've seen the burnout. The amount that he put into just this season. Anyways, let's get back to the Bucks. So we got Bucks celtics Giannis is going to get pushed. You know that. That's what I love. You, this is how you become legends. When you are pushed to the max. You've, you've told me that. You only do things when you're uncomfortable. He's going to be made uncomfortable. So what's going to happen? That's the key. I think these types of players have 
you know, they're the smart ones. I mean, I'm going to put Kawhi as definitely one of those guys that you want to emulate with smarts. So does Milwaukee have someone like that? Is Giannis not yet. Ready, not yet. ready to grab that mantle of not only being the freakish player and all those things that talent brings, can he manage a five, six, seven crew, you know, seven game series and be that dude? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why not. Well, I think I think he he can be, but if you're going is Kawhi more ready than him? If we're talking the next round, which I don't even know, this Celtics team is deep. They are playing really well right now. They've had a lot of drama, but if if something you and I both know is that when it comes to the playoffs, a lot of these teams flip a switch. Yeah, they, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, the the regular season is just it's just something the NBA has got to do something about it. Anyways, that's a whole nother podcast, but. The, the Celtics have been here. They've done that. They're deep. They've got a great coaching system. And they've got Kyrie. And he's on the all-punk team. You know, let's keep this tally going. But that, I've got major issues w- with that guy. In oh, there you go. So when you go to experience <coughs> and what drawbacks and pluses that has, and you go to punkness. Now, some of Kyrie's punkness is, man, when he's got it going and he's punked out, Tough luck for you, man. You're screwed. Right, but he's fragile, and he's emotionally fragile. His body is physically fragile. And right. overall, overall, out, all that crap you deal with him throughout the regular season, is it, it comes into play, even if you flip a switch in the playoffs. All those players have had to deal with him being aloof and absent and not a good teammate and the drama. It's, it's also affecting the Warriors. This New York Knicks looming comet it's like this comet of devastation like Kyrie is leaving Boston for sure and Kevin Durant is gone man if he wasn't he'd say he's not leaving that's why he's let's back up because these nuggets that are left on the court you know people people either trip on them or they pick them up and eat them or or they become a problem or so when Kyrie is Guaranteed. I'm not sure how you've come to those conclusions. You can assume certain things, and I would be likely to assume with you. That dynamic of you're in here till the last second of the last game, which could be four games from now, and you're not my teammate. You're just a guy I'm playing with at the park. Well, that's what I'm saying, that you've seen both of the teams. It's almost like tuning into a soap opera in the 80s. You're, you're going, oh, what's going on with the Warriors? Well, Draymond and Durant are arguing, and you know now they've got this going on. And it's just been all season long. What does management think? There was just an article out, you know, oh, the, all players on the Warriors, you know, talking about is he staying, is he leaving? And there was a huge chunk of them saying that they feel like he, he's, you know, He's, he's gone. So, again, it's real simple to alleviate all that. It only behooves both players, if they are staying, to get that off the table so we can focus on basketball. The fact that... I he, think you've been proven right over time. Excuse me for interrupting. Yeah. Whoa, you, when, can, you can interrupt me on that anytime you want to say that. When players... Yeah, I'm sure. When players don't state publicly, and that's their right, and I have no problem with it doing or not doing it, you brought up a scenario before how when the player doesn't declare, the other teams start making adjustments, and he tricks them into making a stupid move 
so that whichever direction he goes, he is further enhanced because they made a panic move because they didn't know what he was going to do. Yeah, but nobody's tricking the Knicks. You don't need to trick the Knicks. They're already a toilet bowl. So the fact that's not going on. They're, they're not manipulating that. That's, and then and you want to go back to how you deal with this? It's simple. You either use it like Mike Jordan did, right, the GOAT, he used the media and the mic as a platform to manipulate everything. You never saw Mike lose his cool on the podium and not talk and act like a spoiled teenager. And He was like, give me the mic. Here we go. He would motivate his teammates. He'd motivate the other team. He was, it was, it was, that's how you use that. Or you go Kawhi. You go completely alien. I, you don't know what the guy's thinking. So you just leave him alone. Nobody bothers him. He's not a punk. He's just moving along through the season. And at the end, if he decides to go to L.A. to the Clippers, which would be amazing. Hallelujah. I would get out of Toronto. The fact that that guy is that good. Toronto's great. But you got just as much in L.A. at the Clippers. You've got amazing owner with Balmer. You've got Jerry West over there. you got Doc Rivers who's foaming at the mouth. This guy is a, he's a great coach. He's won championships. Well, hold on. Got to put the pause on there. Hmm. Some of our listeners probably are not aware that Doc Rivers had some news this weekend in that he has been re-signed, which makes a massive statement to those players who like him, whether he's staying or not. Well, so no, we you're, you're going for internal organizational structure, which is, is what the Warriors have, which is, is why they'll survive Durant leaving. But the playing field is going to get massively evened out. And Kawhi Leonard, man, I mean, come on, this guy. And can you imagine, I mean, wouldn't it be a killer finals, Raptors, uh, Warriors? I mean, that, that would be beautiful. Or Warriors, Bucks, come on. This is going to get. This is going to. Well, get... I got to give you another plus because you have historically been a, a pathological Eastern Conference hater and a Western Conference worshiper. Well, and and to even submit that there's a possibility that the East could not only provide one team, perhaps even two teams that could make your Golden State Warriors have a Golden Final. That that's cool. Yeah, and and I'm not even. I didn't even say it would be a good good finals um, as far as getting like seven games or something. I just said that it would be fun to watch those players try to battle the monumentally better team out of anybody. They should win it, and that's just a fact. The Warriors are dominantly better than anybody, but the soap opera drama. I'm you know I'm a Warriors fan, but the first thing I'm going to say here is. You look out for Portland. The way that they're playing as a team, the way that other players are stepping up, this is no joke right now. No, it is not a joke. Plus, they've got Mo Harkless. Yeah. Well, Mo Harkless is one, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking Miles Leonard. Man, that guy stepped into that vacancy. You know, by the injury. And I think he looks like a monster. And he was picked, you know, decent in the first round. Um, anyways, I think you got to watch out for Portland. I think this, the West is not an easy path by any means. And the fact that you're going to get Denver-Portland now, that's going to be a, a crazy series. But I, I'm, I'm picking Portland, and I'll go Portland in six on that one. Portland in six. 
Yeah, and they're going to be sitting there waiting, and the Warriors and Rockets are going to beat the crap out of each other, man. I mean, that this, this is going to be just all the – Chris Paul is one of the sassiest – Denver and six. Denver and six. Wow, Pube is uh, welcome to the podcast, Pube. He's making predictions, ladies and gentlemen. I got to I got to put it on. Six. I got to put it on the listeners that that you are encouraging. He's he's making predictions. It's never happened. So we've got Denver and six. And now let's look at the other side. What are you calling with Golden State and uh, Houston? Five. Golden State in five. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough series just with um, the injuries going in. I think Clay and Steph both have and hobbled wheels low air in those tires, man. That's not good. So what's, what's the ramifications of that? Support? I think it's a six-game series. They just came out of a no, battle. No, no, who plays? Who? What minutes? How does that work then? What do you mean? Who's going to fill those gaps? Those guys yeah. are going to play. They're going to play. I'm just saying. That affects your shot, and those are both shooters. And okay, so who's gonna play? Who's gonna play who? What are we talking about? In their place, I think. Correct. Clay and Steph are going to still play the minutes that they would. I'm just saying that they are going to not play as well. You have the subs. You have Sharm Livingston. I mean, I mean, what those guys are going to come in and relieve them of minutes, but it's going to come on those starters to get through the series, and that's why I'm saying it's up to Chris Paul staying healthy as well. Well, how's Clay been playing so far? Amazing, amazing. He just went off the other night. He just had a fabulous, fabulous game. No, I think he went through a little little bumps there, but he's he's back. I mean, but the, you know it as a shooter. So we got we got I got Warriors and six for that one, and then let's go back to Celtics Bucks. Who you got coming out there? Bucks, and I think it's going seven. You think that one's going to be seven? Yeah, I'll go Bucks and six, and then and then the last one Toronto Philly. Definitely Toronto in. Probably, I'm thinking five, but maybe six. They're just really ready to kick ass, Toronto. I got Toronto in five as well. I think you yeah, got. Yeah, they're see, they're they they got that little beasting from the magic, and and they told them, no, no more of that. No, we don't just come out. We're not. No, that's we are going to bury them in the first quarter. By the middle of the th- second quarter, the game's over. Well, and then you, and then you, what they've got in their favor is Philly is another soap opera team. Yeah, that's why I bring that. That's why I'm, I'm like, and then, you know, Joel, he's got some knee problems. I don't know. I don't know if he. Does. And they're emotional. They're emotional. They're so immature emotionally with the way that they compose themselves in interviews. Uh, ben Simmons has just got this punk attitude, man. I mean, he, he should watch Kawhi Leonard and learn from that. If he just did not talk or show that. Just go out and ball, man, and get a jump. Watch Kali Leonard get a jump shot. That guy wasn't always shooting like that from the beginning. He worked, man. It takes work. Man, he's. Uh... We've established that we're both Kawhi Leonard fans, and and so you're saying if we could go back to that that brewery in no, no, Southern no, California. No, 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 no. Let's do not go back to that. You would not have knocked your beer glass. 
onto the floor. I saw what I saw. I had reasons. I can reiterate them, but they turned out to be less meaningful than your analysis. So well, I had to, I had to call that back. Just because you gave me credit at the beginning of the podcast, I wanted everyone to know that that's where that originated. Yeah, well, with that, we probably should wrap it up. All righty. Well, that was a good one. I hope you enjoyed it. We had the Pube on. And Pube, how would you feel about that? Did you feel that one well? I think you had a couple of dark, you know, passages there. We've got to clean that up. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. You know, we'll review it, but we're keeping it raw, and it's this only the second podcast, and that's the first time we patched you in here. So, on a positive note, on a positive note, being a podcast whisperer. Oh, see, that's a good callback. I would rate it a uh, B plus. Without listening to it, I gotta listen to it. Well, and we did have some people live in the studio with me here. Would you? What grade would you give it? All right. So I think we're, we're, the studio has been asked to stay quiet for the second podcast. Oh, but sometimes we will have some, uh, we will have people in. Uh, this per you probably would love to hear from this person in studio. They're a bit shy. Anyways, we're gonna wrap this up. This was a pre-playoff podcast. A, uh, kind of a pre-pod at the beginning, which, I mean, we did get into the full podcast then. And um, first first uh, guest appearance, and it was the magic one, the Whisperer, the Pubis, also God known bless. as the Pubby. God bless. <laughs>